0: Hi, I'm Emilio. I'm a program manager at Google. Right now, lots of people are looking for ways to learn new job skills. That's why we created Google Career Certificates, an online training program for fast-growing fields like IT support, project management, data analytics, user experience design, and more. You don't need any prior experience and you can be job ready in about six months. So put your skills to work. Go to grow.google/certificates. Welcome to episode 222 of the official Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club Podcast, bringing you all the latest news, updates, and buzz surrounding your mighty JSU Tigers. I am the Corey C. Be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast to be notified of all future episodes. Apple Podcast listeners, rate and review the show. And everyone, follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Instagram and Twitter. It all helps the cause, which is the I love, Jackson State University. And my guest today, he needs no introduction. He is a longtime friend of the show. And we've even joked in the past that he deserves to be on Tiger Talk payroll. That's just how... (laughs) often he's been on the show with us he is your favorite director of player personnel coach oh Otis ridley welcome back to the show coach
1: thank you for having me Corey. it's good to be back on tiger talk as always
0: absolutely it's always a pleasure uh, you're a busy man you're a busy man so what's been up lately i guess busy as usual right
1: hey look uh like my <laughs> boss says all the time we working we're working on every day that ends with a y <laughs> so monday through sunday baby we getting it in but uh you know we we, are, we have been blessed with a, a great opportunity here at jackson state we are so grateful for it and we're grateful for the fans and grateful for our family uh because a lot of these Jackson state folks they are like families to me mm-hmm. and so i i really appreciate uh the opportunity i've been blessed with and that's why i work so so darn hard to try to make sure you guys have a smile on saturdays
0: absolutely you know you, you said that you, when you talk about family that stands out to even the potential recruits if you talk to them when they come on visits or if they just follow Jackson State on social media, or you know, as they get the feedback from the fans while they're making their decision, that's one thing that they notice and they point that out to us, man. I could, they say they just can sense that it is a family, and they uh, that's one thing that that sways them. So, Tiger fans definitely keep it up. Uh, that's why we are who we are when it comes to HBCUs. That's why we are D Jackson State because of that unity and that family. So, uh, definitely good stuff, good stuff. But, coach, another Christmas day for us college football fans, <laughs> national signing day, and as usual, you and the staff got the job done. You talk about. You know, working every day that ends with a Y. Uh, so he's showing off in the results with this recruiting class. And I know you're not done yet, but uh, just talk briefly about what you've been able to accomplish so far with this 2022 recruiting class. Yeah,
1: you know, we had some pressing needs uh, going into this class that, you know, I think our fans saw uh, all year that we needed to address. And mainly been with the O-line and D-line. And I think we did a good job of really filling some boards uh, that we had up front. I think we got bigger, we got more athletic, we got more physical. I think we got uh, more, you know, got got smarter. Um, I think we got more intelligent. So uh, with that being said, I, I expect those two units as good as we were last year. I expect big-time improvement, uh, especially on the offensive line, But, but likewise with the defensive line.
0: I know that's one of the things that the fans have always talked about, just offensive line. And, you know, fans think they're coaches. <laughs> you know, we think we're coaches, so we think we know what's best. But you guys are the experts. But, but you guys, that's the thing that, of course, that you did address. So just talk about that offensive line specifically. And I want to start there because we know you're an offensive line guy. That's your thing. So just talk about what you're seeing with some of these recruits that you're bringing in. How is that going to strengthen this unit?
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, well, you know, you talk about, you know, size. And, and up front, that's what you want. You want length. You want athletic ability, of course. But that size is, uh, is a major component, especially going into this air raid offense. You want to be able to stretch that field sideline to sideline. And the bigger and longer you are on the interior, the the more opportunities for lanes in the passing game that you create. Uh, so with that being said, you get you bring in a guy like semi Muala, mm-hmm. bring in Shatavius Bartman, You bring in Christian Henderson, you bring in Zachary Bro, and you bring in Evan Henry. Uh, I think you bring in five guys with just that group alone uh, that will change the trajectory of our run game, of course, but just the offense as a whole. I think they bring the toughness that we've been looking for, but I also think they bring the character that it takes to play offensive line. Uh, One thing I love, and you always hear me echo this about offensive line play, it's a unit. Uh, it's not It's not one person going out there to make that catch. It's not one person going out there to make that pass. It's about what the next man is doing beside you and how well he's doing his job. And typically that affects your job. And so with that being said, you have to be a selfless uh, human being to play off the line because they know you when you do wrong, but they have no idea about your name when you're doing right. And so I, I really do appreciate these guys for believing in this program. you talk about six, seven, six, five six, five, six, four, six, four. Come on, man. We got bigger. We got longer. We got more athletic. I'm looking forward to it, man. Uh, Coach markinson does a good job with that unit. Uh, he does a great job teaching them. And so we, we're looking forward to see how this group develops.
0: Now you talk about getting bigger and, and longer and stronger along the line. And then of course deeper. But the one thing that I noticed about this group that you're bringing in, and I'm sure it was by design, but I'm noticing a lot of experience as well. I'm noticing you guys going heavy in the transfer department with those offensive linemen. Uh, so we're talking about guys who have played on the FBS level, guys who have started games on the Power 5 level, and, of course, even in the junior college level. So the, was that a specific? Was that by design? Was that intentional to bring in some experience to go along with that depth? Uh,
1: without a doubt. Uh, we definitely want to bring guys in that know how to play the game at this level already to some degree. Uh, If you're going to take a transfer, I'm just going to be honest with you. You want to take a guy that has playing experience. And that's one thing that coach prime has harped on. You know, we want to see film. We want to see game film. We don't just want to take a transfer just because he was at that school. Uh, It's a reason he's transferring anyway. So let's at least look at the game film to see if we are actually getting something worth, the transfer, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. you know, that's big on our end. But the other side to it, uh, we 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 have expectations that are extremely high that have been placed on us. And we, we want those expectations placed on us. Well, with that being said, our fans are expecting to get back to that SWAC championship game. They are also expecting to go back to Atlanta, And we had to make sure we fixed that offensive line. And we couldn't do it necessarily the way we wanted to do it with high school guys. Uh we had to go get some older guys so we can get that motor going really quick and get that turnaround to happen faster, so that's kind of why you see us go heavy um with the high school guys and and the maturity that they bring as well. I think it fits the maturity of the team as a whole um we we are a we're a young team to be honest with you, but we are a mature team because a lot of these young guys have have game reps as well,
0: mm-hmm. and when you look at the other side of the line on the defensive side. Uh, you look, and if you look at the players that we're losing from last year's championship team, one name that jumps out to everyone immediately is James Houston, uh, because of his individual production. I think it's pretty rare to come across a mid team sack guy uh, on any level of football. Uh, so what has been the mindset there? Is that something that has to be replaced by committee, or do you feel as though someone, and obviously it's, it's February, so we don't know because someone possibly emerged as a person who could replace him?
1: Yeah, definitely. Well, I, I don't think you. You know, it's an ode to James. Um really love the kid, man. You love the young man. Uh, I don't think you can replace a James Houston. Um, I think he's he's a one of a kind player that came through Jackson State. Uh can we get a a guy that can come here and be just as explosive and just as, as good? Yeah, potentially. Uh but that's to be said, you know, to be seen. Mm-hmm. I think when we went, you know, the thought process we had going into uh this recruitment cycle, we wanted to get more depth, uh, you know, up front. And I think one of the things that we, we looked at when you're talking about signing another rush that can really do the things that James did, the same character traits, the same uh, physical traits, and the same uh, intelligence traits that we looked for when we found James, we look for in these guys as well. And so we anticipate that these guys will be able to foot the bill. And, and if, even if we have to go two or three deep to get the production, we, we feel like we're in a better place today from a depth standpoint and from a play-to-play standpoint than we were last year, because now we think we got several guys who can get to the quarterback instead of, you know, one or two uh, similar to James.
0: Mm-hmm. And then we also lose Antoine Owens, Mr. Consistency from that D-line. So talk about in the middle of that defensive line is I see the emphasis on, on both sides of the ball in the trenches, of course. So talk about how you solidified that area as well.
1: Yeah. So, you know, we, we, when you talk about uh, Antoine, Antoine, like you said, was a, he was just Mr. Consistent, a very intelligent young man. Uh, he he brought his lunch pail to work every day, and that's what you want. So we we had to go find guys, uh, we similar body types uh, who can be multiple in how they approach the game. Uh, they can play a little outside; they can't move inside if we need them. And so when you talk about um, a young man like Jason Mercier, you know you bring a guy like him in. Uh, and he's that type of guy that's a tweener. Uh, that can play a little outside or, you know, a lot of inside, you know, play fours, playing a three-technique or to five. And so you bring a guy like that in he, with that versatility, but you also have some guys on campus uh, that's going to help uh, replace Antoine. We're excited about those guys that were in the last recruiting class. Mm-hmm. And so it's 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 a lot of surprises that, you know, some are already here and some still coming. And we're still waiting on a couple of other uh, yeah. letters to come in uh, that, you know, we think are, are going to help us up front. Uh, then you add True Thompson. True is coming to us from Florida State. He's going to be at, at nose guard, just like just a big, wide anchor in the middle to help us show up that run defense. We think True is going to fit that bill. So we were specific and direct and intentional about the guys we wanted to go get and, and who we wanted to bring into this program and how we wanted to to how they would fit, put it that way, how they would fit into our program.
0: Right. And, you know, you talk about still waiting on some more letters to come in. I know fans really get excited about signing day and the days following as they look forward to, you know, what the team could look like next year or the following season. But we still have an entire spring and a summer for players to potentially trickle in, whether that's just late signees or through the portal or or whatever the case may be. Junior college uh, guys who who haven't graduated yet. And I'm pretty sure you guys hold on to a few scholarships. And I just always remind people uh, last year. That James Houston didn't show up until July, August. Uh, you know, Malachi Weidman, a, a, you know, guys like that, Ktron Evans. These guys are key contributors who didn't show up until late. So, as you look ahead uh, to fill more positions going forward, are you filling specific holes, or are you just looking for the best available player regardless of position going forward?
1: Yeah, no, we, we're definitely uh, we 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 look at our roster, our personnel board. Uh, the same way you know any major university would, and the same way the NFL would. We want to fill holes, but we also are always looking for the next starter. Uh, so the best available is is always in the in the, you know in the equation. But we want to make sure that we are piecing each room together the the appropriate way. So when you get to uh, game seven or eight. And you know you may have a couple of injuries. You may have a guy down with a, a you know a, new, a knee bruise or something. You got a guy behind them who can step in, and we don't miss a beat. And so we have to be very, uh, very pointed as far as who we're taking at this at this point. Now, with that being said. Uh, we are keeping some scholarships, all right? we, we don't, We're not going to just uh, give them all out right now in February. And and we have to remind ourselves as coaches, I'm, I'm serious, this conversation comes up in the, often, in the office often. Um, you know, you guys uh, don't remember, we signed James Houston. Uh, his official visit was the same week we had our football camp. camp.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and so that was uh, pretty late in the process. And July 7th. Yeah, and James was in the portal uh, – ever since that January. January, January. absolutely. So so with that being said, we we got some guys we're targeting right now that's in the portal. Uh, And some names that will be familiar when you hear about them, but we got some guys we're targeting right now in the portal that we think will make a contribution in a major way uh, when they do decide to choose Jackson State. Mm
0: -hmm. So talk about that portal. I mean, this transfer portal is just such a topic of conversation when it comes to recruiting, just college football in general, what it's done to the game. Uh, it's just such a huge part of recruiting now. There's a surplus of players in the portal. I know we can do a whole show on that. So I don't want to get too far off subject, off the topic. But I, I would imagine you have to be pretty strategic with it. So how do you kind of balance dipping into that portal with going after high school guys and knowing which guy from the portal will be the best fit for you?
1: When well, you go after high school guys, you go after guys like Travis Hunter and Caleb
0: Coleman. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think if I was a coach, I could figure that out. I don't know yeah, much, but absolutely. I think I could figure that part
1: out. <laughs> absolutely, man. But no, I, but in all seriousness, uh, we're looking for football players, Corey uh, Tiger Nation. Don't 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 fret. I promise you, uh, we look across the state of Mississippi. We look all over the country, and we're just looking for the right football players. And uh, sometimes it's relationships that get you through the door. Uh, sometimes it's relationships and your ability to play that get you through the door, and sometimes it's just your flat-out ability to play the game that'll get you through the door. But there's multiple ways to get in front of us and to get your film watched if you are a prospective athlete. And so how we how we kind of look at things from a portal to a high school kid and balancing our roster out, we we were given a mission to get this thing fixed and get it fixed asap. All right, now that we have kind of gotten the roster going in the direction that we wanted to go and guys are comfortable leaving Power 5 programs to come to Jackson State where they realize you get a Power 5 experience here as well, we are now able to go and get a bigger time prospect out of the high school ranks. And I think, you know, you just have to kind of do it that way just because the older guys are a little bit more mature. They have seen it, and they have seen it not work for them in the situation that they are in. And so they're willing to take a chance on us, all right? But we also like to tell them, even though you're taking a chance on us, don't get it twisted. You know, We're taking the biggest chance because we got the biggest piece of this pie to sell. And we we got a big thing for you that you can really take for the rest of your life and remember that you're going to be a part of history. And that's what we're selling at Jackson State. Uh, Not just changing careers, we're trying to change young men's lives for the remainder of their lives. And uh, our boss has done a great job of just I mean he harps on it. You know what I mean? I know you see the social media content and you see all those good things taking place uh around the field house and around our program. But when those cameras are not around and it's just us and Coach Prime, Coach Prime makes sure he tells us his vision and he makes it plain. And we are we are excited as a staff, but we're also cautious because we don't want to let that that guy down. We don't want I'm about to say that young man down, but you know, what I mean Coach Prime, we don't want to let him down, man. Mm-hmm. And uh and we appreciate his, you know. We appreciate his, his hard work. We appreciate him fighting through what he went through in the fall. And even when he was fighting through that, he kept us on point. And so, you know, not to get too far off your, your question, the balance comes in making sure this roster has flipped and is going in the right direction. So now you can go recruit younger guys, um, I guess, in a more wholesale way.
0: Mm-hmm. Another ga- another name uh, that you got out of that portal and intriguing Prospect in my in my eyes. Well, I do not even say a prospect because this guy is proven. He's on that linebacker unit, which was the strength of the team last season. And I know we were fortunate to get Aubrey Miller back for another season, but we lose Keontae Hampton. So, what did you see in someone like a Jerrante Davis guy, who I said, as I said, was proven? He had seventy tackles on the FBS level at Mid- Middle Tennessee State. So, what did you see in him going through that evaluation process?
1: So, so Geronte, he uh, he's been on our board ever since uh september the 21st 2020 Hmm. and he was one of the first young men we offered when coach prime took the job he was a linebacker at Hutchinson community college Hmm. in kansas and ultimately he decided to try to you know go to a a a bigger school you know his opinion some somewhere that could you know he felt that could provide him better opportunity to get to where he was trying to go he had a good good season there but he felt change was needed and uh when he put his name in the portal uh, I think we built such a strong relationship with him, and uh, and a shout out to Coach TC Taylor and, and Coach Andre Hart for leading the recruitment on him. Uh, but those guys did a fa- fantastic job of just kind of selling that vision again, kind of making sure he saw hey, this is what we actually did, this is what happened in the spring, this was the progression to the fall of 2021. So what do you think the progression is going to be now to the fall of 2022 when you were part of this? And when you sell that to that kid or the young man like that, um I, I really I really do think he believes that we are the staff and the program and the school to take him to the next level in his life. Mm-hmm.
0: One other name I want to touch on quickly, and I want to be fair to all the recruits. I know we can't have you go over every single name, and we don't want to leave anyone out. So Tiger Talk will be reconvening to talk more in depth about each of the recruits. But a a name that I want to talk about now, because of the the circumstance uh, of of how he got got to Jackson State, uh, is none other than Antonio Doyle. And the reason why I say that is because it's going back to the transfer portal as far as uh, SWAC schools getting transfers. Uh, from the power five level this is something that has always happened this is not anything new but the thing that i'm seeing different with you guys and this staff is you are getting transfers who have options to go to other power five schools especially with the way the portal is set up uh kids are just leaving one power five to go to another in the past a lot of times they'll leave because it didn't work out so it's almost like i don't want to say a last resort uh, but they're going down the level. But again, you guys are getting transfers who can go to other power fives. And Antonio Doyle is one as he was making his decision. And this has been documented that he had some other, you know, power five schools that he was looking at. And he chose Jackson State. So just talk about uh, how huge it was to land a player of his count.
1: Well, I, uh, to answer that question, man, let's let's go back to uh, SWAC media days from last summer. And mm-hmm. our, and our QB, uh, QB2, mm-hmm. Shadour mm-hmm. Sanders, made a comment that said, we want to be here. You know, it, it we had a choice, we 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 chose to be here. And I think that permeates through the program even to recruits now. Uh, they see these guys that are already on campus and they realize, you know what? Those guys had the same type of opportunities and choices that I had. What mm-hmm. made them choose Jackson State? It makes it a lot easier uh, decision when you have like, an example already in front of you, like a Shador Sanders. Uh, that made that type of choice. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And so when you when you go back to uh, Antonio's recruitment, uh, it's one of those deals where uh, we go at these guys and we show them the the fruit of our labor. We we show them where Coach Prime and Coach Hart and Coach DT and Coach Mathis have 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 really developed a top notch defense, and how this defense is getting rave reviews all over the country. And we expect the defense in 2022 to be better, and we expect him to be a key piece to it. Where well, if I come in your house and sell that to you, and you know Coach Prime is the boss man, and you know and you see the 50 and 60 thousand fans in that stadium, come on, man, mm-hmm. we live in the playing field. That's what's happening, and people don't realize, you know, when Coach says that all these small pieces work together to make a big, uh, uh, just a big prize, a big special deal for these players. And they see it from afar. But then when you when you say, hey, I got an offer from Jackson State and Coach Prime, D I Love, and then you got a hundreds of Jackson State fans praising you and, and celebrating you and asking you to come be a part of our family. They see this. And then when we we follow that up with videos of what we're doing and, and they see the social media presence and they see the guys going to the East West Shrine Game or going to the NFL PA bowl and they see them performing well. It sells the vision. It sells it for us. So, you know, that, that young man, like you said, he had other options. But uh, a recruit told me a couple of weeks ago, he said, Coach, you know why I like y'all, Coach? Y'all like my uncles. <laughs> y'all don't feel like coaches. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And that's mm-hmm. the vibe we give off. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That, we we have conversations about everything. We don't mm-hmm. just talk to you about football. You come over and holler at me. You want to talk the stock market? I'm not going <laughs> to sit here and give you my, my stock. I don't want to mess you up, but I, we can have those conversations, too. But mm-hmm. You know, when he told me that it made so much sense because these guys that I work with, man, are just solid earth people. And so when you're earth like that, you know, it's easy to get along with the man next to you. And we have done a great job as a team and going to sell Jackson State to these kids.
0: Mm. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, Coach, I just want to touch real quickly on the high school our uh, class as well. Before we let you go, and we have a guy who kicked things off before signing day. The night before signing day, there was a tweet that came out of nowhere. It was unexpected. If you ask most JSU fans, we're talking about Tavian Beasley, a big time lockdown corner from the West Coast who has played with and against some of the best competition in the country. So this guy, we know that he can get it done. Multiple Power Five offers from the likes of Michigan, Oregon, USC, to name a few. So I know Coach Sturman and Coach, Matt just have to be pumped about this one.
1: Absolutely. Uh, man, you talk about Travis uh-huh. Hunter, you talk about Ted Beasley. <laughs> Ooh, baby. That's all you can say, man. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited, man. That uh, You know, just uh, we think NFL corners. We mm. think guys got potential to be NFL corners, and they're going to come get developed by over 60 years of NFL experience. That's amazing, man. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. And any uh, DB out there listening, you know, if you are if you are a Jack State fan and you uh you have a DB in your family, let them know. This is where DBs come to get better. This is where they develop into the machines that can go play in the NFL and be and be good at it. And I really do think that's what we're doing right now. Uh, you t- those two young guys, I think, are going to be trendsetters. Um, it's it's no it's no surprise we got two corners as landmark guys in this class, but they're also guys that uh, will come in and compete for starting jobs day one. And they know that, they know that's the expectation. And uh, I was excited, you know, to go out back to California and and steal one more from out on the West Coast. Mm -hmm. Uh, Those are some good kids and, and, you know, you get the right ones, they they can be tough, hard-nosed kids but you got to make sure you pick the right ones. And we think we got several on this team that are really good uh, finds off the West coast, but we're excited to have Tavon and uh, he's going to be great for Jackson state.
0: Right. Right. And of course, two names that made national headlines, Travis Hunter, Kevin Coleman, let's start with Travis. And you don't even have to talk about them on the field as prospects. We already know what Travis brings to the table, we already know what Kevin brings to the table with just from a recruiting standpoint, how much does it affect recruiting moving forward to have the number one player in the country sign with us as well as the top 50 recruit. But how are those conversations different when you're talking to a kid and you already have Travis and Kevin in the fold?
1: The day Travis committed to Jackson state or the day he signed with Jackson state, I should say, we had guys who, were already committed and wanted to sign with particular schools that were four and five stars, reaching out to us saying, "How do we get in? We want to be a part of that." And you know, with that being said, it's a it's it's a fun it's a fun you know movie to watch from my seat mm-hmm. to see where kids thumb their noses at Jackson mm-hmm. State in 2019 when I went mm-hmm. to enter schools to now we can get the pick of the litter. I've had a front row seat to every piece of it, man. It's Mm -hmm. been fun. You know, you don't want to, you don't want to, you don't want to, you know, come off high and mighty. We're gonna remain humble, but at the same time, it's it's a very refreshing feeling to now be the wanted. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I just it's refreshing, man, and I and I really appreciate that. But you know, you get kids like Travis, you get kids like Kevin, uh, guys who who come in already, and they come in and they fit what we're doing. They fit the locker room. These are these are guys that should still be in high school. Mm-hmm. And they're in, they're in Jackson, Mississippi, uh, working out with, with our football team or with their teammates. They're getting ready for the fall of 2020, 2022 season, and they fit. You know what I mean? The first team meeting we had a couple of uh, days uh, ago, the first team meeting we had when guys got on campus full time, um, Coach Prime goes around and just kind of asks all the new guys to introduce themselves. But he didn't ask for a particular order.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And do you know who the first guy to stand up was? Who was it? It was Travis Hunter. Wow, dog! I, I leaders are leaders.
0: Mm-hmm. They Don't
1: care about age, man. They don't. They like if you were born to do it, you're gonna do it. Mm-hmm. It's just it's a it's it's in it's innate it's an mm-hmm. innate ability. Absolutely. In you. So with that being said, um, man, I'm sitting in the back of the room and I saw him <laughs> and the way he jumped up. Uh huh. It fired me up. Yeah, right. I probably should find all the coaches up, you know what I mean? Because when you see a kid, a freshman, he controls the room that way. Mm. That does something to you because you know right. the, the field ain't going to be too big for him. If mm. you can control that room Absolutely. with your peers and your coaches. Older you guys in nothing. there? Mm-hmm. Yes. The first time you you seeing a lot of these guys, you know what I mean? There's some guys in that room that he probably looked up to. hmm I mean, it's just, it, it was amazing, man. But, I, you know, not to get too far off track. No, nah, that's great. Will, that's great. I will. bro uh, Yeah, man. It's just, it's been refreshing to see those guys come in, mesh with the program, do the things they're supposed to do. And it's going to be some adjustments for them. It's going to be hard for them at some points during the spring semester because they're still young men that Mm -hmm. are trying to learn their way. And it's their first semester on the college campus. So it's going to still be some tuning up that we're going to have to do. We're going to still have to be coached. You know what I mean? But it has been impressive to watch them come in and transition. Mm
0: -hmm. And I want to go back to something you said about, you know, when you go into some of these high schools and, you know, in the past, you know, where a kid may turn his nose up at you or, or, or just the idea of Jackson state, but talk about the acceptance, if you will, by the high school coaches and administration, not just the, the players, the, the recruits, but the coaches and administration uh, to Jackson State uh, as far as coming in and recruiting their kids. Because I know there was a time when, you know, some, some of these schools, we don't have to say any names, but locally, they weren't necessarily thrilled about an HBCU, not even Jackson State specifically, but just the HBCU coming to recruit their kid. Maybe they wanted to steer him towards, you know, FBS level or power five level. So what's been the uh, difference with the, just again, the administration and the coaches.
1: Yeah. So, and, and that's a great question. I gl- I'm glad you asked it uh, locally, especially um, I'm going to say this and I, I'm going to give these local coaches credit and uh, and I'm going to take some, some of it away at the same mm-hmm. time. Um, they have always been responsive to, to myself, uh, to some of the other coaches on staff. If I reached out to coach Boswell, if I reached out to Coach Columns or if I reached out to, uh, I guess, you know, even um, Coach uh, Wilson at Provine,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: it, they have always been responsive. And You know, we expect Provine to do his part, but of you know those other schools. Uh, right. But <laughs> they've always been responsive. But with that being said, just, just true to the matter, uh, it was a difference in you being responsive and you actually giving me a fair shake with that young man that you would give of uh, one of these Power Five schools. Okay. Well, the difference has changed. In now, you are still responsive, but now you also understand that you can't shut me out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You got to give me. You got to give me that that same one on one meeting that you would give that Power Five coach. I got to get it now. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes that would that would be where the line was drawn. I wouldn't get much a long time to have a one on one conversation with the young man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So now those type of things have changed. But like I said, those coaches, you know, coaches around if, – if you develop relationships with people, people have a hard time of not working with you. It, it, mm-hmm. You just develop the relationship. Mm-hmm. But the part you have to work past is, it's some constraints in those communities that we have to work around. But, you know, now we have a, the ability to work around those and we're going to go in them hard. But uh, I, I just didn't want to – I didn't want to throw those guys under the bus. Uh, and, I'm not saying that you were and Jackson right. State fans don't either but I want to make sure that they got their just due. They mm-hmm. they do a good job. Sometimes they don't send us the right kid, but, mm-hmm. but uh, they'll they, they send us the, the backup to the backup. But now we're getting <laughs> started again. So that's, that's refreshing.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, again, Coach, great job. This is no surprise. And, and you called it. We had you on the show, of course, after the 21 class. And you told us, we have it on record, that we would get a five-star, and you just told us. You already started looking ahead to this class, and you talked about – you know what you guys had uh, up your sleeve and here it is coming through fruition. So I don't doubt anything that you say, I'm not going to put you on the spot. I'm not going to ask you for a prediction, but I'm looking at these 23 offers going out class 23. I see that you guys have already gotten started. So anything you want to say about the, the potential? Cause it's February. We're talking about a year from now, just the potential yeah. or the mindset behind the 23 class. I'm sorry for jumping all the way ahead to 23, but no, I, I just got to ask. Yeah.
1: I'm, I'm, uh... Listen, I'm a recruiting coordinator. I'm a player personnel guy. So if I don't stay ahead, I, we in trouble. And I'm gonna just tell you, man, the 2023 class, another special class coming down the pipe, man. And I think these guys are getting more and more training. I mean, just really good training uh, in their home home states, wherever they're from, because the talent is just it doesn't slow down. You know what I mean? Guys are getting. I mean, the the, the pool of recruits is getting deeper, and you have you have more guys to choose from. But with that being said, um, I think you see the vigor that we work with and trying to build classes. Uh, I kind of mentioned that we're going to start transitioning to a, a little bit more high school, you know, heavy mm-hmm. classes. Uh, we'll still be in the portal. We, we won't change that because I think coach prime has a, a philosophy that we, we want to stick to, but I also think it's going to be some better high school guys out there available to us that we just won't be able to pass up. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, I don't, uh, you know, I can't, I'm not going to promise another five-star when you already got that promise fulfilled. You know what yeah, I mean? Absolutely. No, that's a, part, for that, promise. <laughs> that's a part of the expectation now. So mm-hmm. I'm not putting any pressure on, on myself or my staff members, my fellow staff members, I should say, but I do anticipate that we will grow on these five stars and four stars that are joining us at Jackson state. But, but nonetheless, I do believe that the future is so bright at Jackson state. It doesn't matter what star that kid got on him. Mm. We have the we have the talent, we have the coaching staff, we have the facilities now, and we have the overall makeup of a successful program to where any young man that comes in here is going to be developed and he's mm-hmm. going to be trained. And he's going to mm-hmm. be he's going to be treated the right way, so that when he hits the field, all right, he can play freely, he can play with excitement, and he can play knowing that the love of sixty thousand strong are behind him.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, coach, it's been a pleasure. I'm not going to hold you any longer. I know how you roll, man. You probably missed. 15 20 emails calls and texts about a recruit just during the time that we've been recording so <laughs> i'll let you get back to that i, I do want to end on something fun though for you just for a personal i know it's business but i, I want to talk about just the personal flavor that uh, comes with the recruiting for you and, and of course it's your boy tc taylor coach taylor i see you guys out on the road a lot together so again it's business but but how awesome is it to have your buddy your boy out there on the road with you <laughs> going into these high schools
1: Oh, uh, I love it, man. I love it. Let me tell you now. So he going to get me for saying this. I'm really – so, you know, Coach Prime is all – he has the security with him, and he, mm-hmm. he needs security. I'm T.C. Taylor security. That's all we to <laughs> together all the time. So I, just, just so Jack State fans know, if y'all see me and T.C. To together – I'm usually security. I'm just trying to make sure my boy's straight. That's it. <laughs>
0: right, no doubt. No doubt. Good stuff. Well, y'all keep up the great work. And uh, also coach birthday week for you. So happy at this point, happy belated birthday, but you worked so hard. I don't even know if you had a chance to celebrate. So take a little bit of time, man, and, and celebrate your birthday.
1: Um, I appreciate you. I think I could take a little time.
0: now. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, coach. Well, we know we'll be talking to you again soon. All right, you take care. Thank you. Tiger right. nation. And, <laughs> That'll do it for episode 222 of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Thank you to all of our listeners. And again, be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast. Apple Podcast listeners, rate and review the show and everyone. Follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook. And tiger Talk 1400 on Instagram and Twitter. I can't stress the importance of this enough. We're looking to do some big things with this platform to aid the athletics department. And it all starts with you. Downloading, subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show. And tell every Tiger that you know. We're on all podcast outlets. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, and so on. And we'll be posting each episode on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages. As always, thanks for your support. Go Tigers! Hashtag I believe. Hashtag the I love.